Deja vu. A feeling of having already experienced the present situation. Tedious familiarity. And yes, Bruins fans, that's what you're feeling right now as the Bruins have lost the last 8 of 10 and they're fighting for playoff hopes. Boys of Beantown are coming at you right now. Broadcasting from the heart of Boston, this is the Boys of Beantown, your source for weekly Bruins news, analysis, and updates. And we're going to jump right in, looking at the playoff picture right now. Detroit can clinch with a win of any kind at Boston tomorrow. Regulation, overtime, or shootout. We'll get to shootouts in a second. Philadelphia can clinch with five points in their final three games. They're playing the Islanders, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Boston Bruins cannot be eliminated Thursday night at TD Garden. I never thought I'd say that one this week after the way they played the last three games. Austin, this team is horrible. I I have told you this before, but I think it's ironic that the Masters are this weekend when the Bruins season could just be game over Uh, on Saturday. They could be done with the game, going home, watching the Masters, and then say, I want to go golf, and they can actually go do it. They could probably go join the golfers inside the second round. They can go play with Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, whatever they want. and They... It's, I, it sound, from the way they've played the last three games, it looks like that's what they want to do. It's Honestly, it's not good. And so let's start off. We're going to start off with the one positive note we have for this entire week of atrocious hockey, St. Louis. And even that wasn't like... Even a, that wasn't great. It was great for like two... What was it? Two periods, I'd, I'd say, that it was solid. And yeah. then it's so just game over. Six to five is the final in St. Louis. It was a tough team. They won. They were 11 Two and zero in their last thirteen games before facing Boston. I mean, honestly, this is one of those games where if you told me we were putting up goals and going home with a win, I was going to slap you in the face and call you a liar. I, I don't remember what our exact permi- uh, predictions were for this, but I I personally we know we said loss for St. Louis. I, I probably I wouldn't doubt it, and especially with how they've been playing in the last month, I wouldn't doubt us saying that. But they. Definitely just came out with a little fire under their butt in the first two periods. And you were texting me just saying how they were lighting up the score just all night. And it looked like one of those easy wins. It looked like the Bruins teams of old that, oh, they're going right into the playoffs on fire and everything's going to work out perfectly. Well, Critch, he had two Erickson and one Vitrano, Bolesky, and Bergeron all contributing points to the tally. And honest to gosh, I mean, you know, 833 save percentage for Tuca, horrible. 786 save percentage combined for Elliott and Allen. I mean, horrible. Let's, let's, oh, God. You know, you're attacking their goaltender. You're attacking their defense. The puck's in the offensive zone. Your zone time is great. You're going in. You're playing perfect hockey. You're going in with a 5-2 lead. Yeah, simply put. I texted you saying, we are killing St. Louis. They are so shook. They're rattled. They were rattled going into the third period. I texted you that because you were away at Endicott. And I was like, if you're not watching, watch because it's 5 2 and we're kicking the crap out of them. And then it was 5 to 3. And then it was 5 to 4. You jinxed them. And then 6 4. It's like, okay. We're the king of jinxes. We were talking about a playoff special a month ago, and now we're, you were sitting there saying, <laughs> oh, this is an easy win. You're just, you're the Bruins' curse. When Shattenkirk hit that goal with 20 seconds to go, my heart dropped. Because I started having flashbacks 2013. Yeah. And it was just two goals, 17 seconds. And I was like... Playoff, ho- oh, playoff hopes down God, the drain. It was so bad. I mean, if you're... You know, Krejci had four points in this game. Two goals and two assists. He's the reason you won. 
And it's kind of funny because he gets two goals and two assists after Jack and Brick were like, well, he's been kind of slow and hasn't been playing his best hockey. Guys, hate to break it to you, it's been like that for a couple of games now. No one's noticed, but come on, guys. He has sucked. He's given up turnovers. He's been bad defensively. He hasn't been producing offensively. That's the thing, though. Is they how, like, how much they more hear, do you need? They hear us talking about it, and they just get super motivated. And, like, I, I have to prove these guys wrong. They listen. I think all the Bruins listen to the boys of Beantown. We've been saying I it forever. I would hope and pray to God, because if they don't, they should start. Because everything we've called out has been right. It, yeah, it's like a week later, they do the opposite of what we've been saying. It's Whether awesome. It's, oh, the Bruins are playing great hockey. They might make the playoffs. They're going to go on a four-game losing streak and blow it. And I, I, I will say, as always, talking to Brian you know, before the game, because him and I just have great pre-Bruins hockey conversations, he was like, wouldn't it be funny if the Bruins put up uh, four goals tonight? I was like, not going to happen. Not going to happen. See? Then we scored. Then we were up five. To, uh, we were up two to one coming in the second period. He was like, you watch. We're going to put six up on the board tonight. And I kept telling him how horrible of a predictor he was. And then I made my words by the time the third period was over with. I mean, I could never predict that we were going to put up six pretty, goals. Pretty typical that you've been eating your words lately. That's all That's all I'm going to leave it at. You know what? After not this, to throw at, you under the bus. After this and... podcast, you and I are going to have a word. We're going to talk about this. Why don't we talk about it right now, Josh? What no. do you have to say to me? All i got to say is that my predictions are usually correct. That's Mr. Max Tub of 4,000 Goals, Santa Claus, hey, contract he, Macy's St. Damien Parade, and don't like freaking stuffing. So you know what? Stuff Max, it. Max Talbot got called up for, I mean, hopefully these next couple games. It yeah, an still, emergency call-up. It could up. still happen. What does he need? Like 3,999 goals? Yeah. Could happen. I don't know the math on that, but that's like it's only like thirteen hundred something a game, thirteen thirty three like, or something. It's like fifteen hundred or more per game. Yeah. No, that math. I think it's four thousand goals minus no, one no, is no, three thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you it's multiply. like one thousand nine hundred ninety eight point five goals. I think your math is way off. I mean, shut no up. Matter, no matter what, it's not going to happen. But shut up. A boy going, can Shut up. We're talking about Chicago now. Oh my <laughs> God, Chicago. I mean. Really, guys? I uh, really. All I want to say about that, like, I'd say the loss was expected. Like, we both were talking about it going into it. Like, that game just was a recipe for disaster. Everything that could go wrong would go wrong, and they jumped out to an early lead. And I, I think I remember telling one of my buddies, like, this just isn't gonna work out. Obviously, like, this team can't come back. This is where uh. the playoff hopes go down the drain. You saw a little bit of fight towards the end, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, if this happens, this is a complete turnaround." And it's it just one of those things. Out. It was, you know, I'm reminded of a saying, and I, I know you remember this. When Pedro Martinez is sitting there and he goes, "I might as well just tip my cap and call the Yankees my daddy." Well, you know what? You know who we were calling daddy? Patty Kane, because he. Lit I think up. everyone's calling Patty Kane daddy at this it point. It was disgusting. I mean, Tuca and Gustafson, 824 save percentage combined. They stopped 28 and 34. Tuca was absolutely horrible. As he has. Uh, I'm not going to say as no, he no, has no, no. been. He's been He's been he's bad. Been bad he's but been bad. As we, will get not, to it, as we will get to in the Carolina game, he played all right. He hasn't been. I'm not going to say he's been perfect. He, has, he, hasn't he has been, not been a $9 million per year goaltender. That's, that's just fact of life. It's true. But, I mean, the, the biggest thing about Tuca is just how streaky he's been. There will be games where he is that $9 million goalie and he's on top of his head, saving 40 of 41 and doing whatever he needs to do. And then there's games like the Chicago game where he's saving 18 out of 22 and just letting in easy – I mean, it's Patrick Kane. Not not to – But still. I know. It's it's Patrick Kane, whatever. But okay, you're, you're two, not playing for the money there. Two positives come out of this game. Three positives, actually. 
First off, face-off, 38 for 62. Christian, 36 for 62. That's a 58% save uh, face-off percentage. Always nice to see above 50%. Shots on goal, 46-34 in favor of the Bruins. You're putting lots of shots on net. It was making, you know, you have four goals in. But you also got to remember, though, you came down from down 6 nothing to go 6-4. Yeah. So when the Bruins finally turned it on, they turned it on. And it was just a little bit too late. That was, and that's what everyone, I mean... It was just that one. It was like the reverse of what's been going on, where there's two solid periods and then they kind of let up in the third. This was it's just the just opposite. Going, eh, but no. like I said, it was one of those games that you're like, this could light a spark, and it seemed like as they were getting all these goals, everyone's like, this comeback is possible. I, what was it with like ten minutes left? That's when the Marshan scored the fourth, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my god, this could actually happen. And that's one of those things. It just seemed like this Bruins team was going to start fighting more and more and more against these like tough teams coming up. And you got a tough Detroit game, and you're going to need that same kind of fire to even have a chance and even keep your playoff hopes alive. That's the biggest thing here. There is a very, very big, big issue that the Bruins may not make playoffs, and it'll be like a major collapse. But Bergeron did get his 31st and 32nd goal. New career high, which is awesome. I saw something, I believe NBC posted this during the game, that Bergeron, Erickson, and Marchand are the highest scoring line in the NHL. How weird is that? It's weird, but it's also not because the as offense, been, yeah, as the offense, the offense of this team is not, what the, is not what the problem is. The defense no. and the goaltending is what the problem is with this team. The defense is horrible. The defense is horrible, but there are games where... I mean, Tuca will just get left out to dry in his offense, like, or like he'll succeed, and the offense just can't, like, like in the Carolina game where he, they just can't put anything together and take a lead where Tuca was just on his head, for, or not on his head, but like kept them in the game at least. Yeah. Well, all right. Talk about you know being on top of your head, Tuca Rask. Yesterday against Carolina, he was decent. Two to one was the final. It's a loss for the Bruins. In a shootout, so they do get the one point to tie up for the wild card. And I know there's not a lot of positives this week, but one of the positives you can look at is the fact that we got a point out of that. Yeah. That, is, that is a positive because if you don't get that point, it's... At the same time, though, you think how close this is, that's also a negative that you only got one point out of this. That should have been... It's a duel. Sh- it's know. a duel because like, if you don't get a point out of that... Then that's we, what, are, yeah. we are talking a whole different ballgame tonight because Detroit beat Philadelphia. But at the same time, if you think about it, like those are the types of games. Carolina, 35-29-16, those are the games you should be winning or coming in clutch and just getting that momentum back. And you look at the shootout, I mean, fifth round, no no scoring on the Bruins' part. And I Noah will say Hannafin that there were some in. really good attempts by the Bruins, really disappointing results. One thing I wasn't happy about was Erickson. He was trying the same move that he did back when he scored the goal in the third period. I mean, you just can't do that. At the same but time, I mean, though. But, I mean, the Bruins outshot Carolina. They outhit Carolina. They were better on faceoffs than Carolina. I mean... It's just, the like I said, the offense couldn't connect on anything. And, like, yeah, you got all those shots on net, but you got to kind of put something together. You know you have momentum on your side throughout this game on offense and on defense, and you got to just take advantage of it. You took us 30, 22, and 8. That's bad. That's, ugh. What is You're the math? $9 million a but year. But at the same time, that means Gustafson's only like 11, 8, and 1. You're which making isn't $11 bad. million, not even, like $9 million a year in a massive contract. 
Uh, yeah, but I will say Tuca has kept this Bruins team in a lot of games with some oh, clutch play, boy. and if they make the playoffs, maybe we'll see that. But in my opinion, it's it's not going to matter after Saturday. Which leads me to my rant because oh, I do have Jesus. a rant today. Can I time it? I yeah, want to know. Sure. This uh, one's against the organization, not against the player. Oh God, hold on. Let me yeah. time it. Let me okay. time it. Let me time okay. it. Okay. Well, you All know right. what? Like, so here we go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Here's the thing. You go on the Bruins website two weeks ago, and they're sitting there going. First round of playoff tickets is now on sale. You hear the Nesson broadcast. Get your first round playoff tickets right now. Suites are available. Guys, stop jinxing your damn hockey team. I mean, for God's sakes, when you put it out there and you're saying, oh, first round playoff tickets are available, it's late March, you just came back from losing in California, so you're no longer in first place, then you lose to New York, lose to Florida, lose to New Jersey, you beat St. Louis, you lose to Chicago, you lose to Carolina, hate to break it to you guys, you're jinxing the team. You don't see any other teams putting their playoff tickets on sale right now. Granted, like Florida is, the Islanders are, all those guys, Washington, because they've all booked their playoff runs. We have not. You're putting your playoff tickets out there two weeks in a row, assuming you're going to make it, and I'm superstitious as hell. Guess what? It's a jinx. It really is a jinx. And now you're paying the price for it because everyone who bought those first round tickets is going to look forward to a really sweet refund come the end of tax season when the Bruins aren't playing hockey anymore. Because let's be real, the way we're playing right now, there's no way Detroit is going to come in here and lose, and I don't think Ottawa loses either. But you're putting your playoff tickets on sale before they even are, you know, anyone's even thinking playoff hockey because you got the first place for two days. Congratulations. If we don't make playoffs, part of it's the defense, part's the goaltending, Part of the fact that you put playoff tickets on sale two and a half weeks in advance. Give me a freaking break. Is that your rant? That's my rant. Can I counteract your rant? Sure. Just to put a little damper on it. Oh, this is going to be fun. We are also chinxes. No, we're not. I, no, we're not. I've got to say yes. It's no. partially all f- not, I mean, like you said, you're superstitious, but at the same time, we were the ones saying playoff special of the Bruins. Or of the uh, Boys of Beantown. I, so? I but that was at the same time when playoff tickets came out. It's even worse now that you're ranting about it when we're sitting here like, oh, like the Bruins are at fault. We're, no, not, we're not making money off of this. We're doing this talk about hockey. And I know, how but at we the same time. Because we mentioned we could do a playoff special if the team made the playoffs. I didn't say they were, we were going to do a playoff special because they're making think, the playoffs. I mentioned we could do one if they make playoffs. So don't even try and twist the words there. I will go back. Three weeks and play you the freaking podcast. I just want to right say this one's done. I feel like at, at least maybe on my end I might have brought it up. That oh then my you're God. the jinx, not me. But I, you're a part of the podcast. Show, We're the boys of Beantown. It's not the boy of Beantown. This show is not responsible for the Bruins' downfall. If anything, if they listen I, to us, they'd be better. Well, that's true, because they have been listening to us. So Thank I guess you. it balances out. That's all I'll say. I guess we're, we're on both sides of the spectrum here. Fine. With two games left to go, looking at the injury report, Brett Connolly is out with a lower body injury. He uh, it's He's not going to be back. He's going to be out the last two games. There's no way he's coming back. They're bringing up Colin And when they Miller. don't make the playoffs, it's not going to matter. Yep. Dennis Seidenberg is out with an undisclosed injury. The Bruins have not released what is going on with him. They're not going to release what's going on with him because they haven't yet in three days. So expect him to stay on the IR. He's not coming back in the next two games, I don't think. They're calling up Max Tubb, but they're calling up Colin Miller. Send Seth Griffith down. They got Vetrano now. I don't think you're going to see them in the back. And as always, our favorite guy... Max Talbot. No, Chris Kelly Damn is it. still out with a broken femur. <laughs> he will not be coming back. I'm I, sorry, I, I, Bruins I thought fans. Max Talbot was our favorite guy. No, absolutely not. If anything, I despise him with everything I have. 
Ouch. Looking at stats-wise, Louis Erickson's the only Bruins player to play every single game this year. Let's hope that continues the next two games itself. Brad Marchand leads the team with 36 goals. And Patrice Bergeron in the second 32. You know, I mean, let's try and find that. If you think about it, Erickson scores one more. We will have three 30-goal scorers on this team. That might not make the playoffs. That might not make the playoffs. When was the last if time Erickson you scores one the next two days, we will have three players that have 30 goals in a team that might, that might not make the And they might not make the playoffs. Are you serious? If that doesn't scream to you, and I mean scream, if that's not in your face, yelling top of the lungs, waking you up out of a dead sleep, like you, that the defense, <laughs> yes, that the defense and the goaltending is the problem, now you know. Because if we, if we have three 30 goal scorers and we don't make the playoffs, it's not the offense's fault. And it's not Claude Julian's fault. There's no defense on this team. You have no top four defensemen. I mean, Char, for God's sakes, is how old now? It's almost time to put on the retirement skates. I mean, I guess <laughs> that's going to be a big rebuilding thing, I guess, with this Bruins team. Hopefully, we see them in the playoffs and we can see what this defense does under like a high-pressure situation. But, I mean, I guess we really won't know until we see what happens in these it next couple games. It also seems like we play really good against good teams and really crappy against bad teams. I mean, Carolina... We've been saying that all that's Carolina's all year, a bad though. hockey team. How do you... You can't lose to Carolina. This is I've been saying this all year because I remember saying the specific thing. But against the good teams, it's just an athletic mentality. Is that you're going in saying, "Oh, like we're losing this game. Let's at least put up a fight." And that's when you go in, no expectations. You're just going to go out and light things on fire. But if you're playing these bad teams, thinking, "Oh, this is a guaranteed win," that's when you're going to get nervous if things go awry, and you're going to lose those games because you're not mentally in it like you should be. Well, let's look at one positive piece of news to uh, finish the news segment of the show. Matt Grizzlick has been signed to an entry-level contract, the Boston University Terrier captain, uh, who has played all four years for Boston University, will join Local the boy. Providence Bruins with an amateur tryout agreement for the re- uh, remainder of the season, and he will have a two-year entry-level agreement starting next year, 2016 through 2017 season. He will be a force to be reckoned with in this league. And it's local when, local pride. Local pride. That's where everyone's local coming born. from now. His father works for the uh, the Bull Gang at TD Garden. We're, we're going to have, hopefully, Vessi coming through the ring. It's going to be a it's, lot of local talent. There's a lot of local talent, and this guy is going to own the league. I'm marking it right now. You heard it here. Season 2, Episode 13 of the Boys of Town. Jinx. Thank you very much. Grizzlick will be big. But I'm, and that's another thing. Like I talked about last week with the, the youth, you got a uh, what is it, Zarniak and uh, or Zarnik, I mean, and Vitrano. They're named AHL All Rookie Team. Yep. Those two are going to come up and just tear things up in the All NHL. All Vitrano does is score, except in the NHL. But I mean, that's that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying the youth is going to be very good. Like I said, in the next couple of years, it's going to be interesting. Bold belief for me right now: the Bruins will win both games. They're going to go on and win the Stanley Cup. Why not? Why not us, right? Bold belief. Bold belief is Erickson scores, and we have three 30-goal scorers, and we don't make the playoffs. Beautiful. That one's a little bit more a little Re- more realistic. I, I mean, it's a little – it's still bold because that's guaranteeing an Erickson goal and factoring and no in playoffs. no playoffs. Yep. And I, I will say a couple months ago I said no playoffs. I, I didn't, like, guarantee what I said. I feel like this team might not make the playoffs. So if they don't make the playoffs, you meet Austin Bumpus at 180 Boylston Street, room 1012. You can find him, hunt him down, and blame him for the loss of the season. Yeah, I'm going to change my name, address, and everything about myself, so well, please don't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, two games to go, Detroit and Ottawa. The Bruins need two wins and nothing else. They cannot afford overtime losses. They cannot afford shootout losses. They cannot afford 
regular losses. For the sake of the boys of Beantown, we might. I'm just saying, if everything goes just all poor, season finale next week, and that's just really sad. You know what? I don't want it to end. When you tune in next week, it's either going to be a playoff edition or a season wrap-up edition where we talk about everything else that went wrong. It's either going to be super happy and super happy or, or super crying. sad. Tune in next week for more Bruins news and updates. As always, you can find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Email us, boysofbeantown.gmail.com. Tweet us at boysofbeantown. You have anything you want to discuss, topics, news, briefs, whatever. I'm Joshua Powers. I'm Austin Bumpus. Let's pray to God for two wins in the next two games.